ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now Between the Mats. Welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins. And alongside, just across the row from me, is Matty Stats Wilcox. How you doing, Matty? I'm great, Chunk. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Got a little bit of football blues. Yeah, a little bit of blues today. But I tell you, yesterday, if you just sat at home and didn't have anything better to do but watch football, there were some great ball games. Well, there on. was. Good night. There was. You know, I watched Harding play. Yeah. And uh, that was kind of a heartbreaker. Sure. Uh, but you're right, man. I mean, Michigan, Michigan, Ohio State yes. was a dandy. Then last night, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Yes. Uh, Alabama. Alabama and Auburn. Like, it was just good was. football. Hey, explain something to me real quick. Sure. How is Louisiana ranked ahead of Arkansas? Like Louisiana like University? Louisiana University. <laughs> I have no idea. They're 11-1. and one. Yeah. Their one loss was by 10 to Mississippi State. Right. Who Arkansas beat. Sure. They beat Arkansas State by one. They beat Georgia State. Is that who, Georgia State's yep. who we played, right? Yep. They beat them by five. We beat them by like a thousand. <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't I, get get it. I don't understand. Like, there's it people saying we're like still twenty four, twenty fifth today. That doesn't make any sense. Like you're eight and four. Right. You're third in the West. Yeah. I mean, you're had the toughest schedule in the country. Yeah. I mean, I don't get it. You're nine points from. Is it nine seven or eight or nine points from winning the West? Yeah. That's right. That's exactly right. I mean, you're eight. Alabama, Alabama beat us seven, seven. And, and Ole Miss beat us one. one. Yeah, there you go. Good grief. Well, anyway, we'll talk about the Hogs. We'll start off there today. Uh, as we talked about, Hogs finished eight and four, won the Battle Line Trophy for the first time in six years. Yes. That's insane that yes. they, they beat us six years in a row. And I just want to say, Eli Drinkwitz, is, he makes me like Lane Kiffin. <laughs> He is the biggest just yeah. loser. Yeah. I mean, he comes out and runs you know, run his mouth during SEC days. Yeah. I heard that uh, you know, his buddy's old Malzon. Mm-hmm. And I heard that Malzon was like, Man, you better watch it. You gotta go home. He's from Alma. <laughs> right, yes. And then he's like, Yeah, I like this this rivalry. I think we've won five in a row. No, no, Missouri won five in That's a row. That's right. You've won one and now you just lost one. That's right. So exactly. I hope he's I hope he has some good contacts in the FCS. Yes. And I hear that maybe Allen High School is looking for some help. <laughs> he ain't going to be there long. No, he won't be there long. He does have a very punchable face, you know. Oh, he does. <laughs> so, the Hogs finish up 8-4. and four. Man, what a job Sam Pittman has done. And listen, I'm a homer. I get it. I'm a little biased. But how do you not vote for that guy for SEC Coach of the Year? Oh, 100%. Who else do you give it to? Well, I mean, I man, get Kiffin. Man, Kirby Smart's had a oh, heck of a well, year. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I wasn't thinking about the East. Yes, but, 100%. But, I mean, this guy, if you if you know where we came from yes. and what we're, where we're at now, like you have to give it to him. And if you're a Hog fan that, like, you haven't bought on him yet, yeah. get off the wagon. <laughs> That's you, right. You know, go pull from Missouri. That's I, right. I mean, my goodness. No doubt. So, Hogs win it 34 17 uh, in pretty much dominating fashion. Uh, KJ uh, played another great ball game. And uh, I'll just, I'm just going to throw it out there. Beginning of the season, I was not sold on KJ Jefferson. No, you weren't. I was not. I, did, I was not a believer. Yeah. I, I didn't think he had what it took to play at this level. 
and boy was I wrong. And I wasn't. I, well, I don't think anybody was like, oh, he's our guy. Sure. Because even during the spring and stuff, we heard that like it wasn't great all the yeah. time. But, yeah, I'm like you, man. If you're not sold on him right now. Well, I mean, even Pittman come out in the spring and said, our quarterback play is going to have to improve. Yes. Like, he was critical of him. But I'm going to tell you, he's a gamer. Man, he is a baller. So, Basilak finished 10 of 26 and did not impress at all. No. Man, kid, I, I don't know where all the hype came from him, but he was 10 of 26 for 65 yards, which is a 2.5-yard average, and had one pick. Get this, 14.9 QBR. <laughs> I didn't even know you could get that. That's I pretty thought, solid. I thought it's kind of like the uh, the ACT. As long as you spell your name right, you get you get so much. That's right. <laughs> so uh, the running back uh, is it ba- Beatty? Yeah, Beatty. Tyler Beatty had he's he's the real dude. Man, forty one carries for two hundred nineteen yards and a touchdown. So he's a stud. KJ was fifteen of nineteen for two sixty two, one touchdown, zero interceptions, which has been his his stat line all year. I mean, he's he's taking care of the football, been efficient. Yeah. He does miss some throws, but man, he makes some good ones too. Yeah, uh, you know, Traylon Williams has had a, a good career so far, but mm-hmm. some of these other backs have really. They have, and I'm going to go over some some season stats here in a minute, and you'll kind of see they've kind of caught him a little bit. KJ had six carries for 58 yards. Uh, Traylon had seven for 37. Davion Warren had one electric one for 32. Uh, Rocket had eight of 21. Traylon Burks continues to impress, seven catches, 129 yards, and a touchdown. Man, I wish that. Some way, somewhat, how he would stay next year. <laughs> Me too. All right, so I've got some season stats for you. Just kind of let you know how the Hogs ended up uh, individually this year. KJ, I read the other day, maybe today, that he had the best QBR for a Razorback quarterback in history. Really? For a season. And all the naysayers. Yeah. Can you wow. believe that? I think his, his QBR for the year was like 164.7 or do something they, do silly. They, does is that just a passing stat? Yeah, it's just a – I don't know what all goes into that equation, but it's it's pretty vast, I think. So, all this extra, all the running and all the – that's not figured No. Out. So, you figured that plus – That's right. We've never – well, say never. Matt Jones Matt was Jones. prolific on the ground. Yeah. but Queen Grovey. Know. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah. So, he was a 184 of 275 this season for 2,578 yards, which is 67%. At 9.4 average, he had 21 touchdowns versus three interceptions. And that's that's crazy to, to think that we yeah. played the schedule we played and he only threw three picks. And he got hit as much as he did. Yeah, he had 22 sacks. Yes. And, uh, and should have had probably 32 that he didn't do that. <laughs> that's exactly right. On the rushing side, this was pretty eye-opening. So this is kind of cool to look at. Traylon Smith had 117 carries for 592 yards. KJ was our second leading ball carrier with 126 carries for 554 yards. Rocket Sanders, 101 carries for 499 yards. And then Dominic Johnson had 88 carries for 498 yards. So out of four backs, one of them being your quarterback, all of them had right at 500 yards, and all of them were right at five yards a carry. So, so do, do the sacks count against the attempts? You know, I don't know in college that they do. I, yeah. I think they do in the NFL. Okay. I'm not sure about college. So, I mean, who was the last one you said, Johnson? Uh, Dominic Johnson, yeah. He, he had the best by far. Yeah, he had 5.8, yeah. yeah. And seven touchdowns. He led everybody in touchdowns. And then A.J. Green had 43 carries for two, 201. 
which is 4.7. So that's pretty good, too. Pretty salty. Yeah. Traylon Burks had 66 catches for 1,104 yards, which is 16.7 yard average. And uh, I don't Half have. Half of those he caught three yards behind the line of scrimmage. <laughs> that's right. I don't have his touchdowns on here, but. I mean, if you took away the ones that he got dropped for a three yard loss because he had nothing to work with. Yeah. My goodness. That's right. Our second leading receiver was Tyson Morse, who had a solid year for us. He did. 21 catches for 305 yards, and then Warren Thompson, 18 catches for 292. And, uh, you know, Knox came on some at the end. He of, did. He, and he'll, he should be back next year, I think. Yeah, he ended up with 18 catches for 130 yards. So, yeah, so that's the Hogs in a, in a nutshell for the season. Man, what a great season it was. I think that the bowl predictions is either – we're going to Florida somewhere. Either is that the, right? The Outback, the Citrus, or the Gator Bowl yeah. is kind of what I've I heard. Think I'd heard before that to get the Citrus, Louisville was going to have to beat Kentucky. Oh, is that what it was? But I, I don't know for sure. Yeah, because Kentucky finished what nine and three, so they're probably yeah. they're probably yeah. ahead of us. Yeah, so Man, we're probably Outback or Gator. I'm I guessing. just wish we could play the Cotton Bowl and play Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, it would be awesome. That I'm just not sold on that bunch over there. No, and I, and I know that. They went toe-to-toe with Oklahoma State, another one I'm not sold on. <laughs> They're minus a coach right now, by the way. They are. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. So, uh, Lincoln Riley decided he didn't want any of the SEC. So, he's going to head out west. And me and my brother were talking about it earlier. And, you know, he would go out there and look like a hero. Because right. Pac-12 is terrible right, right now. Right. I mean, you got Oregon, and that's it. Yeah. So, so you're saying he didn't want to play in the SEC? That's what I'm saying. I think he was a little scared. Well, he's just not really impressed at Oklahoma. Mm-mm. He's taken a really good program and just done pretty good. Just with okay. It. He he also my brother also told me they're bringing Bob Stoops back to coach the bowl game. Are they really? That's what he said. If they're lucky, he'll stay. <laughs> well, there's talk. There's talks that Mark Stoops is going to take the Oklahoma job. Man, I'm sure money and you know. The name would be great. A lot of pressure comes He's with that OU job. Gig right now. He does. I mean, he'd just show up right now. That's right. I mean, you know, they don't care about football. Don't schedule, anything, don't schedule anything important during basketball. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> hey, uh, do you think there's any chance that Burks or Catalan comes back? Man, I don't. Neither one. Mm-mm. As much as I would love for them to, mm-hmm. I, I think they're gonna they're gonna go get drafted well, pretty high. I've heard that Poole very likely will. Oh, really? Because he 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 could get a COVID year. Yeah. And and uh, Pittman said that he believes that Ridgeway could improve his draft status by coming back. But hadn't Ridgeway already said he wasn't coming back? I don't know. But this was lately that he said this. Oh, okay. Well, sweet. That, that, that him and Poole and there was one or two more that would qualify to come back because of a COVID year. That'd be awesome. And I think they thought Poole would and that – that he just really, really harped on that it would really be beneficial for Ridgeway too. Hmm. I mean, that may be him going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did read where uh, Danny West tweeted that there's pretty, there's going to be some chunks of exciting news in recruiting coming up here pretty quickly. I bet there is. So you look what they've done with where we were at. That's right. You throw some success in there. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. Pretty exciting stuff. All right, so on to high school we go. But before we get into these player highlights, we must talk about. Our picks, and I was yeah. I was down a touchdown. Thought I would make up some ground. Thought I picked some really good picks, but turns out I really didn't. Well, <laughs> you, you didn't do terrible. Yeah, and I didn't either. <laughs> but I didn't do great, so it didn't really hurt you. We're just still tied, right? Um, we were, on the points. Yes, 
I saw that. 8.5, That's 8.58. Insane. Yeah. That's twice this year, less than a point. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it has been. So I'm still down by six going into, uh, I guess. Semis and finals. Yeah, I mean, it'd be the, the last full week of yeah. all classifications. So finals, we've got six of them, and then there's three semis left. Yeah. So there are nine games, and That's you're down right. six. Yeah. But they're big ones. They're big ones. There, there's no uh, hands down. No. Not, What's going to happen? Not at this point. All right, so let's get into these players from last right. week. Number at over at Clarendon, we'll start out with Caleb Williams, five of eight for 133 yards, one touchdown. Also had 20 carries for 126 yards and one TD. Quincy McAdoo, 11 carries, 75 yards, one touchdown, four catches for 107 yards and a touchdown, and also had five tackles. Mr. Kane Cohen, 10 carries for 134 yards, two touchdowns, and Caden Reynolds, seven tackles, four of them for loss, and one fumble recovery. Over at Prescott, they lost to Hobson this week. Man, I hate to hear that. Yeah, I do too. Dead gummit. You know, I was talking to Coach Glass about it. You know, he's – he he said, I don't think you'd mind me saying this. He he said he's the most explosive back he's seen since Basil Shabazz. That's pretty high praise. And it, and, it, and when he told me it was Friday night late, and it just made me think of Joe Hyman. Right. Just <laughs> watching him Friday night. I mean, yeah, he was every bit as advertised. Oh, that kid's special. And and so, I mean, I just hate it for them, man. Especially at this point in the season, yes. you've come this far. Just you know, we we faced it. We faced with it with Cooper. You know, and, just, and a couple of receivers. That's right. You come this far. You've had this kind of success. You just want to be able to finish. Yeah, so, and you're close. Our heart goes out to him. He did say that the backups, a dandy. Good. So they're they're he, he's he's still confident. In Good success. Good deal. So. For Prescott, Karsten Poole, 14 for 18, throwing the football, 193 yards, two touchdowns, and he also scored a two-point conversion. Eric Grigsby, uh, 15 carries, 94 yards, two touchdowns. Ja'Kalen Zachary, two rushes, 21 yards, three catches, 76 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Caleb Harris, five catches, 78 yards, one touchdown, and a two-point conversion. Rashawn Bell, two interceptions, one return for a 99-yard touchdown. Wow. And Bayless Price from Prescott, three-yard fumble return for a touchdown. Man, that 99-yard interception return is just a heartbreaker. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, that means you were about to score. That's right. <laughs> All right, so to Conway we go, and they lost a – speaking of heartbreakers, they lost a tough one to Fayetteville in the last seconds of that ball game. Boogie Carr, what a ball game. 29 carries for 250 yards. Sophomore quarterback Donovan Amolo – 19 of 36 for 192 yards, one touchdown, and also had a rushing touchdown. And that kid has a bright future in Conway. Well, he does. And I, and I say, and Boogie Carr's just a junior. Yeah, that's right. So, yep. um, I, I do want to say this about Conway. You know, of course, we're big believers in, the, in them and know how good they are mm-hmm. and pulled for them. They lost two games in the last three weeks, four weeks, against the top two. Yeah, yeah. Competition in the state. What? By in the last <laughs> in the last minute, minute. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, they're right there. They're right. You know, there. There a couple of things go different, and they're sitting on top. Sure. And I, you know, we we this is a whole other conversation for off season. But I heard the calling was pretty suspect at, at Fayetteville. I heard they got two touchdowns called back, and just some some pretty questionable calling. We've seen a lot of that this year. We have. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, Jalen Blackburn from Fayetteville, ten catches, one hundred forty-one yards, one touchdown. Bladen Fike, 28 for 44, 438 yards and two touchdowns. Wow. What a night. Isaiah Satania, eight catches, 136 yards and one touchdown. 
All right, over in Arkadelphia, a huge win over CrossFit to advance to the semifinals on the back of Mr. Donovan Witten. What a game. 17 of 25 for 303 yards passing, three touchdowns through the air, and then on the ground he had 17 carries for 112 yards and a touchdown. Jayshon Davis, 15 carries, 87 yards, two TDs, five catches for 45 yards and another touchdown. And Antonio Hughes, seven catches, 154 yards, one touchdown, and one carry for 13 yards and a touchdown. So Donovan doesn't usually run the ball like that. Not, not but that. I think they they spared Jason some in the second half. He okay. Jason's been playing a lot of defense. Gotcha. And so they, I think just just because they were winning by a large margin, sure. and you know, so Donovan got to carry the ball. Hey, much. that's not much of a trade off when you <laughs> you, no. you go from Jason to Donovan. No, he's not. <laughs> no, it's not like you're going from big to tiny. No, is it? no. no, not at all. <laughs> all right, Jalen White over at Parkview in a, a tough loss by by uh, the Patriots. There, seven for twelve. 231 yards and one touchdown. In center point, Josh Lawson, the quarterbacks, had a great year there at center point. He's 14 of 24 for 131 yards. Yeah, what a what a what a good season they yeah, had. Yeah, sure it was. Uh let's see here. Well, every time I look up, I lose my spot. Randon Ray from Boonville. That's a name we've heard a lot this year. He ran the ball for 220 yards. Four touchdowns. Wow. At Joe T. Robinson, Mr. Daryl Searcy, 10 carries, 165 yards, three touchdowns, and a touchdown catch. And Noah Freeman had three rushing touchdowns over at Robinson. 16 and a half a carry. Wow. Pretty impressive. Yep. All right. So, uh, Andrew Miller at Harding Academy in their win Friday night, 19 carries, 111 yards, two touchdowns. Man, he's had a great year. Well, he has. Greenwood. Greenwood with a, a big win over Parkview to advance to the finals again. Mr. Hunter Houston with a what a night. 30 of 47, 368 yards, four touchdowns, 95 yards rushing, and a touchdown on the ground as well. And then Aiden Kennan had 12 catches for 163 yards and two touchdowns. You know that game there, they they got handed to them by Parkview. They did. Earlier in the season. And, and you and I picked differently in this game. Yeah. Uh, because we knew it was going to be a, a different be game. A game. That's right. Yeah. All right, over at Bryant, Carson Carson Burnett, quarterback there, 10 for 22, 172 yards, two touchdowns, five carries for 20 yards. Chris Ganaway, name that we've become very familiar with, 11 carries, 110 yards, 10 a carry for a touchdown. Matorian Singleton, Bryant, seven catches, 110 yards, one touchdown. And then Brandon Jones, three sacks. Wow, that's impressive. At Pulaski Academy, Charlie Pfizer, 30 of 53 for 324 yards and two touchdowns, 16 carries for 48 yards. And this this might be the most impressive <laughs> football player I've seen all year. Yes. Mr. Joseph Hyman from Pulaski Academy had 25 carries for 255 yards and three touchdowns. 14 catches for 112 yards and a touchdown. And that touchdown catch, let me tell you something, I still don't know how he caught it. It was in double coverage. I still don't know how he caught it. It was unbelievable. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> like watching Manny yeah. Smith. You, yeah. know, you, you look at these kids, and he's he's not any bigger than no. me, I don't think. And he goes up and gets it. It was incredible. Uh, Cooper Wilcox from Greenbrier, 16 for 43, 255 yards, two touchdowns, nine carries, 94 yards, two touchdowns, an 84-yard Rushing touchdown to tie, to come to bring the game within seven in the fourth quarter. Yeah. This is a a quarterback who last week was knocked out of the game, thought he was out for the season, just buckled, snapped it up, and just came out and gave it all he had. Yeah, let me tell you. I mean, I I, I don't want to people to think that this was uh, some kind of a trick, trick or <laughs> yeah. ploy. I mean, he was seriously. 
Uh, if you would have saw the kid last Friday at, at, when I went to the locker room, tears running down his eyes, how much pain he was in, we literally thought his collarbone was broke and he was done for yeah. the season. Also, it was 7-0 against one of the best teams in the state. That's right. So we weren't trying to no, overplay no. it. So, you know, it just it, by the grace of God, uh, we found out nothing was broken. Then we got an MRI, nothing was torn. And it was just basically at that point a pain tolerance deal. And he, there's no way I was going to keep him off the field. So. <laughs> I don't think he'd have let you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So over to Whitehall. They advanced to the finals to take on the mighty Plasky Academy Bruins. Uh, beat a good, good Little Rock Christian team. Matthew Martinez was 7 of 12 for 51 yards, one touchdown, 18 carries for 100 yards and a touchdown. Zaire Green, 11 carries for 86 yards and a touchdown. Ben Gerard over at Marion, 194 yards, two touchdowns passing. And in El Dorado, they advanced to the finals. Sherman Rester, what a year he's had. 421 yards through the year and five touchdowns. Wow. Wow, wow. Yeah. Uh, Eli Wisdom, Shallow Christian, another one that's just had an amazing year. Three touchdown passes, a touchdown run. And a 25-yard pick six. <laughs> not bad, not bad. All right, Little Rock Christian, Mr. Walker White, the sophomore quarterback there who has a bright future as well. He was 10 of 19 for 115 yards, also had 90 yards rushing and two touchdowns on the ground. At Poen, huge win Man, by the Indians at Poen. It was. Colton Lowe, three for five, 102 yards, one touchdown pass, and then he ran the ball 31 times. 130 <laughs> yards, three touchdowns. Blake Rhodes from Poen. 16 carries, 73 yards, and a touchdown. All right, and that's going to wrap us up for our players' highlights of the week, and we are bearing down here on the end of high school football, as sad as it may be. It is. Man, I'm not ready for I'm not ready for basketball season. I'll tell you what. <laughs> let me say this. I'm a little wore out. Yeah. Like, physically just, like, exhausted. Right. And Granted, I'm not even playing football, and I, and I understand that. But what I'm saying, you know, from peewee football to, to – to, practices and, and podcasting and 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 broadcasting and just going all over the country i'm not i'm, I'm sad to see it and after a couple of weeks of not having it i'm really gonna be sad right but i'm just tired you're ready for a break, <laughs> ready for a break. <laughs> i hear you brother <laughs> i hear you all right so on to our top tens we will go why don't you start us at two a this two? week all right i, I think we that. i think we worked from the top down last week yeah, i think so and you know i like two a yeah so, we had McCrory at number one last week, Fordyce at two, Clarendon three, Desart four, Hazen five, Bigelow six, Magnet Cove seven, Poen eight, East Poinsett County nine, and Quitman ten. McCrory hosted Desart in a, t- a rematch, uh, two top, t- tough top teams in the state. Yes. Uh, and, and McCrory beat them again, beat them 30 to 18. Close game, though, you know, similar to the one before. Uh, number two, Fordyce scored at the end of the game, to beat Magnet Cove 30-29. to 29. You know, I, I think I checked the scores at halftime of the Green Bar game, and I think Magnet was, was putting it on. They were. Yeah. They were. I think they were down 27 or 28 to nothing. Wow. Man, I, I think about 29 to nothing. Unreal. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was 29 to nothing. Is that right? And they beat them 30 to 29. Good night. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Clarendon beat EPC 35-22. to 22. Uh, Desark, we mentioned they lost. Hazen lost to Poen. One that I sure kind of shocked me, thirty-eight yeah. to twenty-four, uh, proves that maybe that conference down there a little tougher than That's we right. gave them credit for. Uh, Magnet Cove they lost to Fordyce, like as we mentioned, by one. What a tough matchup! And then Poen and East Poinsett County, or Poen beat Hazen, East East Poinsett County, 
they lost to Clarendon. Equipment didn't play. So this week, McCrory holds the number one spot. They'll play at Poen on Friday night for the semifinal match. Fordyce, they, they hold on to number two with that win against Magnet Cove. They'll play Clarendon in a – I bet it's going to be a showdown. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, number three, Clarendon. As we just mentioned, they'll play uh, at Fordyce for Magnet Cove. We give them the, the the nod for the four spot just because they're one point away from being a, beaten – for playing Clarendon Friday night. That's right. Desart number five, their they're, they're home uh, – or their season has ended. They're 10-2. Uh, Poen six, they're playing McCrory at Mc, or no, they're at home. That's right. Number seven Bigelow, number eight Hazen, nine East Poinsett County, and Quitman at number ten. Right, very nice. So your semifinal for two A is McCrory at Poen. That's and, right. And Fordyce against Clarendon. That's right. It's is it at, at is that Fordyce? Yeah, at Fordyce. Okay, very nice. All right, three A. Last week, we had Prescott 1, Boonville 2, Harding 3, McGee 4, Hoxie 5, Glen Rose 6, Centerpoint 7, Newport 8, Charleston 9, and Paris 10. And uh, this week, not a whole lot has changed as the top four hold serve. Prescott uh, beat Newport in a rematch that didn't really end up much different than the first time they played them. No, it really didn't. Uh, they had... God, I'm gonna forget. I, I want to say I think they held they held Newport to five first downs wow. and 143 total yards of offense. Goodness gracious! So they beat Newport 47 to seven. They will play at McGee in the semis this this Friday. Boonville uh, continues to roll. They beat Glen Rose, which we thought might be a pretty good ball game. Yeah, they just handled them, beat them 49 to 21, and Boonville will play at Harding. This week, number three, Harding beat Center Point handedly, beat them thirty-five to seven, and this Harding defense has been impressive all year what long. What has? And they, like we said, will play uh, Boonville this Friday. McGee just continues to roll. They beat a very, very good Hoxie team, thirty-eight to twenty-one, and they will play uh, Prescott at home this Friday. To finish out our three A for the year, we got Hoxie finishing at five, Glen Rose at six, Center Point at seven, Charleston eight. Newport 9, and Paris 10. On to 4A. Well, we got some powerhouses here. And this is going to be fun. It is. So, Shallow Christian, they were at number one last week and have been the entire season. Mm -hmm. They beat Rivercrest 41-7 to to stay number one in the state. Robinson, number two. They beat Lamar 49-14 to to stay at number two. Warren uh, was number three. They beat Stuttgart. At the end of the game. Very close. I don't know exactly when it happened in the game, but I know late Stuttgart was still winning. So the stat so Stuttgart or Warren will go on to play uh the, in the semifinals. Number four, Arkadelphia beat Cross at forty nine to twenty one. Statement game there. Yes, it was. Uh number five, Stuttgart, we mentioned lost, and then six Ashdown, Cross it lost at seven, eight Rivercrest lost, nine Ozark and, and number ten Lamar lost to Robinson. So now we have number one Shallow Christian playing. At home Friday night against the Arkadelphia Badgers. And I believe between the mats, we'll be in attendance. We will be there. <laughs> and I can't wait. It'll be fun. Number two, Robinson. They're playing at Warren. Man, that'll be a great one, too. Yeah, it will be. I mean, you got two, you know, just physical athletic teams right there. Just going to go head to yeah. head. Uh, number three, Arkadelphia. We moved them from four to three. Uh, just because, man, they are rolling right now. Playing uh, some good football. They are. But we're going to find out Friday night. That's right. You know, we're going to find out a couple things. How much Arkadelphia's improved since the beginning of the season. 
we saw them early. We know how good they are. Absolutely. But we also know that that level of competition in 4A can be pretty stout. Yeah. And so we're going to also the other side of the coin is we're going to see how good Shallow Christian is. That's right. Is I, somebody. I, I don't think Shallow's been pushed this year. No. And, and Ashdown, I, I think, was the closest. And, and I don't know. You know, Ashdown's got some dudes for sure. Yeah. But I don't know that they've seen the physicality mm-hmm. that they're going to see Friday night. I don't think so either. So that that should be an, an awesome matchup. Yep. Uh, number four, Warren plays Robinson at Warren. Like we said, could be a great matchup there, especially with Warren having them at home. Mm-hmm. Finish it out, number five, Stuttgart, six, Ashdown, seven, Cross it, eight, Rivercrest, nine, Ozark, and number 10, Lamar. All right, to 5A we go. Last week we had PA one, Greenbrier two, Whitehall three, Little Rock Christian four, Fairview five, Nettleton, Wynn, Magnolia, Valonia, and Maumelle. And this week, PA remains number one as they go into Greenbrier and beat Greenbrier 38-28. to And, Junk, uh, what a ball game that was. Boy, it sure was. You know, it just took us a second to, to get things rolling. Yeah. And when we did, it was hard on them. It was. You I know, mean, we, they, they jumped out 29-0. And, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And we were uh, we were kind of looking at each other like, oh what do boy, we do? Yeah, yeah, this this is gonna be a quick night. And then you know, Green Bear scores right before half to make it twenty nine seven. Come out, get the ball, and just kind of start finding our our. You know, I think I think what happened is we we tried to put some offenses in, expecting Cooper not to play, and to try to keep the yeah, ball we away come from out him. The Wildcat. Yeah, yeah. And uh, once we got back to running our offense, uh, we were able to put some points on the board and yeah. and made it a game. You know that second half defense gave them all they wanted. They did. They, that long run brought us to within seven. Yeah. With five and a half minutes left, yeah. uh, outscored them twenty-one ten in the second half. Yeah. Just just ran out of time. Yeah. We just if we could have got that stop there at the end, we kicked the ball off to him. If we could have got a stop there, we'd have had a chance to go down tight or maybe even go for two to win it. Right. Uh, but we just couldn't get the stop. Just couldn't get it. Hats yeah. off to them. Yeah. They got. I a mean, gr- they're good. They got a great team. Uh, number two, we moved Whitehall to number two uh, as they beat Little Rock Christian 24-14 to and will take on PA at War Memorial for the state championship. Number three, Greenbrier, as we said, lost 38-28. to Little Rock Christian, number four. Uh, number five, Fairview. Number six, Nettleton. Number seven, Wynn. Number eight, Magnolia. Valonia, and then Maumelle. Just off of what we saw earlier in the season with PA already beating uh, pull, uh, uh, Whitehall mm-hmm. pretty handedly. Yeah. Had a, a tight first half. Yeah, I think it was 21 off yeah. at the, at the half. They pretty much finished them off pretty handedly. And then, yeah. of course, they also handled Christian. I, I, I think the state championship was Friday night. Man, I agree. Um, you know, I we've talked about it. And you, if, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd sure, all have a Merry sure. Christmas. But uh, I would have loved to, to, to face them. Fully healthy. Yeah, with our receivers. With our receivers and Cooper being 100%. Um, But it was still still a great contest. We held them to their second lowest total of the year, you know. That's right. For points scored. And uh, and they're as advertised. Yes, they are. Especially Uh, Joe Hyman. Joe Hyman. Man, let let me just say, because I run the chains, and uh, so I'm, I'm down there on the with the action. Yeah. We would we would stretch a play out defensively, and I think we have him hemmed up, and he would hit a crease that a six-year-old couldn't fit through yeah. as just like a lightning bolt. Like, I would think, oh, if he's tackling for a loss, and he'd gain 12. Like, it was unbelievable. My first thoughts when I saw him playing was, wow, his his explosive, explosiveness is his just it's next his football level. speed. It's cr- I've, I've not seen a back that quick. Yeah. As the game went on, I was just as impressed with his ability to not go down. Yeah. He was hard to tackle, Absolutely. and he's not big. He's strong, and he's strong. 
And of course, you know, the reason they won is because of my cousin. Is that what it was? Playing center. Yeah, Trevor Duke. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that was the difference in the game. I did hear his name get called from the sideline a few times. Did you? Yeah. Were they yelling at him? I don't know. I think they were cheering for him. <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, I saw they're, they're, they're uh, not to stretch us out, draw us out, but their uh, offensive lineman coach posted something last week. It, uh, it was a play that somebody, of a college or somebody, and where the, where the center pulled. Oh, yeah. And made a play. And he said, he said, uh, it reminds me of Trev Duke, and he and he and he, he tagged him. Nice. Anyway, and, and Trev came back and said, he's got he's got a little bit on me talking about weight. <laughs> yeah. Well, the coach came back and said, I'm talking about just the pure athletic ability. I did not not knowing him that way. Like I just knew he was a head head, you know, grown into a lineman. You sure. know, and and has started as a sophomore now, a junior. But apparently he's just he's just super athletic, and I love it. Yeah, I, I, like I'm excited about it. Absolutely, and I will brag on their offensive line because, I mean, to look at them, they're not, they're not very intimidating. You feel mm. like you can get a push, but they kept they kept us off him all night. I mean, they just they know how to technique their block. Yeah. It's just really good. I had to eat crow a little bit too on the broadcast, and I admitted it. I did pregame. I said this defense is not. I don't think this defense is near as good as what we've seen the past couple of weeks. Wrong. They were good. They were good. They were good. They, they were good. They, they were coached brought, well. Yeah, they brought pressure, a lot of it. Yeah, they did. <laughs> All right, we'll go to 6A now. All right, so we had Greenwood as the number one team in the state, even though Parkview beat them earlier in the season. Yeah. Me and Matt kind of contested each we other did. on that. We and did. I, he was the Greenwood at number one, <laughs> and I was the Parkview. My concession seemed to be – a correct one. <laughs> That's because right. they did win Friday night over Parkview, 45-35, to remain at the number one spot. Greenwood, uh, or I mean, uh, sorry, Parkview, uh, they were number two. They took it, took the loss there. Uh, number three, El Dorado beat Marion, a team that has been fire red hot. Yes. Uh, and El Dorado handled them. That score really, really surprised me. Yeah. It did. i tell you what, I think when you've got – some players like Shimon Rester mm-hmm. and, and, you know, some of those other receivers. And I think that is the biggest proponent, I guess, against a team that's hot. Sure. Because you can be hot and beat a good football team, but just pure athletic ability. It's hard to match up. That's right. Yeah. It doesn't go away. That's right. And I think that that's what happened. Yeah. I just think you saw the stars shine. Sure. And so, you know, they're going to they're gonna play Greenwood Friday night as the number two team in the state against number one. That's pretty awesome. You know, we we played uh we played uh El Dorado this summer at the shootout of the South yeah. in seven on seven and you could just tell um their pure athleticism. I mean the quarterback had a rocket arm. Uh they had a run they had a receiver, I think they said ran like a ten four in the hundred, like <laughs> state champ or something like it's just That's silly. Nuts. Yeah. That's nuts. Uh, to finish it on out, because that, that is the state championship game there uh, between one and two, Greenwood and Eldorado. Finish it out. Parkview three, Marion four, Benton five, six, Jonesboro, seven, Lake Hamilton, eight, Russellville, nine, Sylvan Hills, and ten, Mountain Home. Next year, we'll have some new teams in 6A. Yes, we will. You'll have Pulaski Academy. You'll have Little Rock, or, uh, Little Rock Christian, and then, of course, Greenbrier. Yeah. And Catholic, Catholic's oh, dropping they're, they're down. They're dropping down. Yeah, and then this part view dropping down is five. Yes, I heard that. Yes, Jonesboro, I think maybe going to seven. 
I think that's right. So, yeah. man, you talk about I, I don't know how they'll divide the conference, but no matter how they divide it, the the West is going to be just silly, silly. Yes, because I think right now, if if everything stays the same, I think there's going to be nineteen. Six, yeah. eight teams, so you'll have ten in one conference and nine yeah. in the other. So. And, and the ones that are adding are all leaning to the west side of yeah, the state. That's right. It'll be interesting. It will. All right, on to seven we go, and this has not changed in months, and it's uh, had just a little bit of a change as Bryant stays number one. They beat North Little Rock. Who, North Little Rock jumped out on them 13 to nothing, and uh, Bryant ended up battling I saw back. That. Yeah, Brian ends up battling back, beating them twenty-eight to thirteen, and a great year for Coach Sanderford, North Little Rock over there. They took them to the wire. Uh, number two, we had Conway. They went down in a close one. Um, I think Conway went up twenty-one twenty. I believe that's I right. I saw it twenty-one twenty in the fourth. I don't know what time, but in like the last minute or two, maybe. Yeah, I think they said. Goal. I think they went down and kicked a field goal, and then had a pick six. So yeah, they scored. I think. I think I believe it was like an option that was picked. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, I think he, he picked off the wow. pitch. So, yeah. yeah, Conway loses in in heartbreaking fashion to end their season uh, at 10-2. And, two. and uh, number three, we had um, North Little Rock. We talked about them losing. Number four, we had Fayetteville, them winning and beating Conway. And then to finish it out, we had Bentonville, Cabot, Northside, Rogers, Bentonville West, and Harbor. And so this week, Bryant remains number one. They will take on number two, Fayetteville at War Memorial Stadium for the state championship. And number three, we had Conway. And number four, North Little Rock. And everything else stayed the same. I bet you, now that I think about it, it being at the end of the game, and what I'd heard was that the pitch was intercepted, I bet you it was a last lateral. Yeah, probably I bet you that's what it was. Yeah. All right, so that wraps us up for our high school talk. Um, Other than we got to do our picks and then players of the week. And one thing I forgot to mention – Arkansas State lost to Texas State Saturday to end their season 10-2. and two, A very disappointing season for the Red Wolves. Lane Hatcher was 25 of 37 for 277 yards and two touchdowns. Corey Rucker had eight catches for 85 yards and a touchdown. And from what I understand, Junk, Hatcher led them down the field with under a minute to play to kick a game-winning field goal from 48 yards. Really? And they said it was about 15-mile-an-hour wind. And, oh, and gosh. It, it just knocked it down short. Were they playing in Texas? I'm not sure. I'd have to look. I don't know. I think it was I think it was up in Jonesboro. In Jonesboro, yeah. So, well, it was windy Saturday because Harding game was exceptionally windy as yeah. well. So, that makes sense. Um, Harding, I just I mentioned they lost earlier. But they played Northwest Missouri State. They lost 28-9. to Had more offense. Held them to 245 yards of offense. God, that is crazy. That's crazy. 255, I think, and got beat. Uh, Cole Chancey, though, 122 yards rushing. That'll end his career. And Saturday, he went over 5,000 yards in his career. Not. That is so awesome, man. <laughs> Hats off to Coach Simmons and, yes. and the Bisons over there. What an amazing year they oh, had. Oh, yeah. Love them. Yeah. So, all right. So, on to our picks. And so, this will be our second to last week we pick. And before we crown the champion, yep. junk still up. I'm, I'm not saying you're behind, <laughs> but I do have a meeting with my tailor this week <laughs> to measure my head. I got and, you. And it's big. Yeah. It's big. <laughs> and it's getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, let's get started. Number one, we got Bryant at 
well, Bryant against Fayetteville at War Memorial Stadium for the state championship. Bryant looking to win their fourth consecutive state championship. Crazy, isn't it? What a job Buck James has done over there. All right, so I'm going to go with the upset in this one. Really? I'm going the Purple Dogs by one. I see what you're doing here. You're trying to make a you're trying to make I'm a trying run. to make some run, some ground up, baby. Would you go Fayetteville with a what? By one. All right. Well, the re- reason I did it this way is I think – Will they still be the home team? Probably so. Okay, so Fayette will be the home team yeah. at one more. Okay. Yeah. All right, I went with Bryant by 10. Okay. All right. That's that's the sensible pick. <laughs> I don't know, though. I mean, you look at it, you know, Conway lost to Bryant on the last play of the game, right? Yes, they did. You know. It's, it's going to be a good it, ball game. There's no reason to say that it won't be close. Well, and here I think here's one thing. You know, Conway throws it around a lot, but they still run the ball a lot right. too. I don't know that Bryant has faced a they have not sure enough passing team. Not in Arkansas. Yeah, that's right. Because because nobody in the in the central throws it besides like, them. Yeah, throws it around like that. Sure, Cabot maybe. Yeah, but Cabot also runs the ball a lot. They do. All right. So the next game we got. The state championship of 6A. We got El Dorado, the visiting team, at Greenwood in War Memorial Stadium. I'm going the Bulldogs of Greenwood to win another state championship. I've got Greenwood by three. I have Greenwood by three. All right. On I'm to – I'm pulling for lower Arkansas. I'm pulling <laughs> for L.A. I got you. Number three, the 5A state championship, Whitehall. And by the way, this is Coach Bowling's third different school to take to the state finals. Is really? That, is that not impressive? Where was he before this? So he took Stuttgart. Yes. And they actually won a state championship yes, there. Stuttgart. And then Pine Bluff, I don't know oh, okay. if they won one or I know they went. Yeah. But I don't know if they won one. But what a great job Coach Bowling's done with this program. They will take on Pulaski Academy War Memorial on Friday night. And I've got PA by 17 in this one. I got PA by 14. You know what's funny? You talk about him being at those three schools. He didn't have to drive very far to move either. No, he sure didn't. <laughs> he sure didn't. All right, number four. And this is a semifinal game in 4A. One that the between the mats will be in attendance. We got Arkadelphia traveling up to northwest Arkansas to take on the Shiloh Christian Saints. And I've got the Arkadelphia Badgers in an upset I've got them going into hostile environment and beating the Saints by one. You're just trying to gain brownie points. <laughs> All right, I'm. Gonna, I don't know where we're going to sit. I know we're going to have to like split up. Yeah, and change are. at halftime. Yeah. <laughs> I've got shallow by eight. Well, you can sit shallow side. I'll You'll sit. sit right. <laughs> no, I, I love both these. Schools. I do too. I just hope it's a good. So ball many game. good people. I mean, well, we've really got to know these people at both schools and just good folks. That's man. right. Just fans. Yeah, no doubt. All right, the other semifinal in four A will be Robinson taking on Warren. They're going to Warren, which will be tough. But I'm going to go with Robinson in this one by seven. I'm going Robinson by 10. Okay. On to 3A we go. We got Prescott going to McGee to take on the undefeated Owls. I've got McGee by three. Prescott, Curly Wolves oh, by three. Oh, yeah. Hey, I, I'm not going to desert you, Coach Clay. <laughs> All right. The seventh game that we're picking, we've got the other semifinal in 3A, Boonville. Going to Harding Academy, and I've got the Harding Academy Wildcats, and that defense going to come up big. I've got them by three. I got them by nine. Okay. And then on to two-way we go. We've got McCrory at Poen. I've got McCrory by seven. I got McCrory by ten. Okay. And then Clarendon 
going to Fordyce, the defending state champion Red Bugs. I've got Clarendon by 10. I got Clarendon by four. Very nice. Very nice. I thought I was going to pick Fordyce, didn't you? I did. So we've only got three different, so that's not too bad. You picked them by 10? Yeah. So you're confident. I am. I think I think after last week, Clarendon's going to be tough to They are. Beat. They are. And that they're doing this without their hog commit tight end, Mr. Dax Gordon. I know, right? You know, it's crazy. Can you imagine if he was out there? Goodness gracious. Woo. All right, so highlight these kids that deserve some little attention this week. All right, this week's Between the Mats, Players of the Week, we have got to get some shirts out. <laughs> Yes, we like, do. Like this week, we got to get on that. <laughs> hey, we, we've we been a little sidetracked. Yeah. A lot going on, but this week we need to get on yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. All right, 2A, from Poen, Colton Lowe. 3A, from Boonville, Randon Ray. 4A, not the first time we've seen this name, but from Arkadelphia, Donovan Witten. 5A, from Pulaski Academy, no shocker here, Joseph Hyman. 6A, from Greenwood, Hunter Houston, another one we've seen before on this list. Yep. And then I think we've seen this one, too. If not, we've seen him everywhere else. And that is from Fayetteville, quarterback, Bladen Fike. Congratulations to those guys and those teams. Most of those teams have moved on in the in the playoffs. So, yeah, I, uh, think, I think all of them did. So, what a season those guys have had. And, uh, man, we're almost to the end, John. It's almost here, man. We've almost made it. We've so. got to figure out what we're going to do when this thing's over. <laughs> I guess we're just going to do basketball. Yeah. I'm kind of like you, though. I, as much I've been keeping up with the Hogs, but I just I don't know if my mind's ready for high school right. ball yet. Yeah, no doubt. All right, guys. We got anything else? No, that's it. All right. Well, we appreciate y'all listening. Uh, if you're going to the, the Shiloh game this Friday, be on the lookout for me yeah. and Junk. We'll be up there uh, watching some good football and probably go eat some Maybe some Ryan's barbecue. For I was gonna say, send us a message if you got an idea on some good food. Yeah, we need to check out. We we tried to eat at Ryan's last year so and just drive through on drive through on. Yeah, we, we, Matt, we would, like, Matt wouldn't let me eat barbecue in his truck. <laughs> we like to get a little messy when we eat. <laughs> All right, so yeah, guys. shoot us shoot us a message. Yeah. And give us some ideas for sure. Thanks for listening. We'll check y'all next week. Later on. You've been listening to Between the Mats, your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, produced by Carl Spears. And special thanks to our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats.